Yeah. 
And that is obviously just a little DMX, as we've had the passing of DMX this week. And I'd like to welcome you back to another episode of the Patriot Podcast. This would be episode... 20, I believe? Are we 19? No, we're at 20, I believe. This All is right. 20, I think. 19, 20, I don't, I don't yeah, know Yeah, we're anymore. in there somewhere. It really doesn't matter. <laughs> but uh, this week, uh, obviously, had a... a and- you're the Mick, and I'm V-Lynn. I am the Mick, and you are V-Lynn. If you would just wait, Jesus Christ, I'm still introing the podcast. Christ, <laughs> can you give me a fucking second? Christ. The what Patriot you, Party Podcast. Are you itching to pee? No, I'm Do you good. have to pee or something? No, I'm good. I'm, All I'm right. So only anyway. halfway through my first glass of wine. So here we are, and uh, we've had an interesting week already. It's only Tuesday. Yeah, I know, but we haven't had a podcast actually since what? Last Wednesday. That was our last podcast. Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, was it? Thursday. Okay. Well, in that time, we've already had DMX die. Prince Philip died. Um, <laughs> Joe Biden said a bunch of dumb shit that I just can't wait to get and into. Joe Biden always says dumb shit. So, uh, yeah, we had DMX, Prince Philip, gun control coming up. You got Hunter's laptop that still keeps jumping back into the news. Biden's tax bill, if you really want to call it that, it's not really a tax bill. It's a payoff to his friends in blue states. We're going to start a new segment. Uh, we call this one Fauci says. So uh, there's a whole bit to that. You'll Hopefully everybody will get a laugh out of it. We're going to cover uh, what's going on in Minnesota right now with Derek Chauvin and his trial uh, because that is quickly falling apart. We've also got another update in Minnesota for what just happened. Obviously, there's a ton of shit going on in Minnesota. Um, race baiting bullshit that you can believe. Uh, we're going to cover a Q update. And then we got some crazy shit. Uh, we'll talk about some other shit in the future, what we plan on covering in the future. Uh, but let's just start out with DMX because that one is uh, obviously a big one for us. Uh, growing up in the Northeast, growing up in New York. Um, Actually, I really wasn't in New York when DMX was doing his thing in New York. Uh, DMX started much after I left New York. Um, I was more early 80s rap, late 90s rap. So DMX never really had an effect on my life. However, he did have an effect on my brother's life. And uh, he was like the first one I called. And he said, yeah, for like one second, I was butthurt about it. And then it went away really quick. It was like a, a scratch on the left side of my nutsack. But well, I Vlin, on the other hand, she decided to go deep into gangster rap, and it was quite funny. Well, I I basically spent the last week listening to DMX um, since he died. Music I haven't listened to in a long time, and it it gave me an interesting insight into a lot of things that's going on right now. It gave me an interesting insight into a lot of things that that have been going on for a long time. Um, in a community that we weren't necessarily involved in, in a lot of ways. Um, it also, given the things that we know now, the things we've learned in the last year or two, 
dropped oh, me down out. a rabbit uh, hole. Oh, can out. I can time. I drop down nope, a rabbit nope. hole real quick? No, no, because the first thing I got to ask you about is what are you talking about? The things we've learned, the things we've discovered, the things we've unearthed. You know, the the cabal, the deep state, the boule, the elites, the how they indoctrinate them, how they pull how the elites pull people that could potentially that have some kind of talent into their grand evil schemes and and turn them evil. Okay. Okay. So if you listen to DMX's music and and I listened to a lot of it consecutively, so I started from the beginning and worked my way to the present. And around like 96 to 98, it sounds like they tried to make him gay. Well, well, hold on. Before you even go down that hole, okay, <laughs> let's go down the Q hole that we started with earlier this week. Well, and I okay. had to remind you. Yes, that this I had came to stop out earlier you. because at I the had very to stop beginning you of that way song, before goes, because if that motherfucker out, he says this goes out to Q, if and he was talking about Q, that's not our Q because our Q started in well, really hit the spotlight in 2017, although he was out and about a little bit before that in different manifestations, I believe, based on writing and posts and various social medias. But regardless of that, obviously he was not posting in 98 when DMX busted this song out. Um, however, however, that the, being the, said, the text message I got read something like this. No, no, that he was talks a about song. Q. He talks about Q within the first line of the sentence. And I was like, um, hon, this was made in 98. But it's like I do, next to so, fucking impossible that he was I, talking about the same well, Q. Well, unless, you know, he was prophetic as Q is. so Unless he was clairvoyant. I mean, he, he, he could be a, a Q-tard. You never know. In fact, I honestly think that he was. I think at the end, I, I think DMX was red-pilled. I just got to say. Based on his music at the very end, I, I think DMX told the cabal to go fuck themselves. And um, I think maybe that's why they killed him or gave him the real COVID shot. I do not think DMX died of a drug overdose. I, I will tell you that right off the bat. And his family apparently doesn't think that either because they did an interview, an exclusive interview with MTO News, uh, spoke with a member of the family who said that it was not drugs that caused the heart attack. Um, they said that he had gotten the COVID vaccine about a week before he suffered from his heart attack and because he wanted to go travel and perform and whatnot. And so as soon as it opened up for people over 50, he went and got the COVID shot. Um, and the family member explained Everyone in the news keeps saying that DMX had a drug overdose. How do they know? I'm in the family and no doctor told me anything about an overdose. The family member is furious about the speculation surrounding DMX's drug use. She said that, yes, he had past issues with drugs, but nobody knows that he had an OD. It's fucked up that it's being reported like that. And given the fact that, you know, 99% of what comes out of the mainstream narrative is a flat out lie. I, I would ha I would be inclined to believe that. So, anyway. Well, we also had another famous person die this week. Prince uh, Philip. Prince and that's, Philip. A, that's another cute thing. I tell you what, the, the mainstream media is so focused on Q 
QAnon, which obviously we've discussed before is not a thing. There's Q and there are Anons. There is no QAnon, but the mainstream media has to run with their QAnon narrative because in their minds- It sounds better. It, it does. And you know they can label QAnon as extremists, but hey, we, there is it's no QAnon. Title. So hey, okay, label QAnon as extremists all you want because there is no QAnon. Just like General Flynn said, there is no QAnon. Um, anywho, of course, Prince Philip was a pedophile. Well, we think. We think. And from what we've seen from... Not to speak ill of the dead, but honestly, he, he they actually said that there was so little difference between him being dead and alive, it took them a while to figure out that he'd actually died. Well, the fact that the man was 99 years old, uh, this is my point. All right, listen. He did could, not need a Halloween costume. I could care less. He looked like a zombie corpse. Look, that's the same thing as the person that's in charge of this country right now. So you can shut the fuck up about that, all right? And he's actually so, wearing a mask. Uh, let's just start out with the basics here, all right? No matter what, the guy was a veteran. Served in World War II, young lieutenant, World War II. Um, did his thing. God bless him. Hey, I give all respect to anybody that's ever served. Hey, <clears throat> he served. He He's done fought. He's done his thing. I'm just saying that I, I think it's fucked up when, you know, people bounce on the dead like that. And I will say that about him. Um, I think it's fucked up the way he got dragged into Epstein. Hey, Epstein Island brought a lot of people into it. But so far, we haven't seen anybody really go down from it yet. Wait, and, you think it's fucked up that he got dragged into Epstein or you think it's fucked up that he went to Epstein Island? I think it's fucked busted. up that he went. Two Epstein Island <laughs> okay. got busted. Because well, whether they got, got busted or not. Right, I mean, he so hasn't really gotten busted. Nobody's really nobody's gotten busted. Really I mean, busted. seriously. This who's got... True. Where's just... You know, I was thinking about this the other day. And I'm going to bring it up here now. Where's Ghislaine Maxwell? She's still in jail. Yeah, I know. And they, Remember, just, they well, just actually rolled out some more charges against her because stop, they stop, now Stop, stop, had- stop. You want to know why they rolled out more charges against her? Um, because they've got little kids coming forward saying that... No. Hmm. Nope. Why? She is not giving up who they thought she would give up. Who did they think she would give up? She is not speaking like they thought she would. So. She's not talking. She's shut down. And so their idea of pressure is that we charge you with more crimes. Okay. Call it what you want. That's the way prosecutors play ball. That's just the way it happens in a court. Look, if you're not going to play ball with us, we're going to fucking hammer you for everything. Everything Epstein did, now you're going to get charged with. That's what's happening with Ghislaine Maxwell right now. Everybody else has got this other theory. Oh, well, she's just holding it out. What's she holding out for? A better fucking deal? I mean, there is The no fact deal. they're not going to tie her to a stake and shoot her? I mean, there is very few things that right now you could say to that woman to tell her, look, you're going to cooperate or that she doesn't think, well, I will be executed for this. I mean, I think There's she thinks no she's going to get executed either way. Yeah. I, I think she does too. I mean, either the deep because state's going to kill her or the, the Clintons the have been, justice the Clintons have been extremely successful at doing that. I'm, I'm just I saying mean, we call it Hillary for a reason. 87, I think is what she's up to now. Yeah. 87 oh, yeah. deaths. I, I, I that went we through can, the list once. So it was we pretty can, crazy. We can put at her feet. Um, 
there's just, there some some new stuff came out about the Seth Rich stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's getting it's getting ugly for him too. I mean well, I mean it's it well yeah, I mean it was ugly. He's been in the ground for a I mean, while, so I'm sure he's getting ugly at this yeah, point. It's pretty but, disgusting. But uh, either way, the things that are coming about, I mean, nothing that we can confirm. There's nothing that we've heard that just overall tells us, yep, Hillary. Except did it. that apparently his laptop and all the documentation that the FBI is holding is scheduled to be destroyed at the end of this month. And so the, well, that's not true because the copies of the hard drives are still, they will maintain them those forever and a, but B let's not forget that. Um, one of the things that was never typed on his computer, which they found very interesting was his suicide letter. Well, that's because he didn't kill himself. That's kind of the point they're going with on that one is the fact that he didn't kill himself and that. No, norm- they said he was mugged. No, Seth Rich was supposedly mugged. Yeah, he was mugged. Yeah. But supposedly somehow he killed himself in the process of the mugging, which doesn't make any sense. I, I, I don't mm. I don't know. No blood transfer. There's nothing on it. And oh, by the way, he also said he was going to kill himself like a week before this. Yeah. I I don't know. There's a lot. Hillary's got to go down. There's a lot of sticky shit. Seriously. But the point is, is that Ghislaine Maxwell still haven't heard nothing about that, Um, which kind of goes back to. Like Durham. Where the fuck is Durham? Wait, I know where Durham is. Yeah. We haven't heard shit from him either. Yeah. You want to know why? Why? Because he's been suppressed. Seriously? Who the fuck is the president right now, you dumbass? No, I got that. All right, so pull your head out of your butt. What do you think the fucking president right now is telling Durham? But, I mean, come on, leak that shit. Durham's not going to leak that shit. Durham's a law and order guy. That's why he doesn't do that. That's ridiculous, because... It's going to take another Republican in office before all that shit gets poured out. I'm telling you right now... Joe Biden, I called it the last time. I'm going to call it again. Joe Biden is the dirtiest president that has ever been elected to office. Yes. And there's just nothing anybody can say. You cannot tell me anything different. This is a guy that said that he didn't want his kids going to school with black kids because he was afraid that his white kids might end up in the jungle. Would well, guess what? In a racial jungle. Hey, motherfucker. Yep. I went to a racial jungle. I lived in the Bronx. Yeah, I went to public school in New York City. Let's talk about a racial jungle, motherfucker. Shut your fucking mouth. I learned more from them than I did any other time in school. Absolutely. Any other time in school. I, I That shit pisses me off when I hear people talk about that. But kind of leads us into part two of this. It's, the, it's, how, it's how they divide us. It's their narrative. It's how they divide us. Oh, wait a minute. Did you just say how they divide us? Oh, shit. Now you're bringing us to a whole other topic. Victor Davis Hanson this week on Fox News. He had a little article that he published. It was two days ago. And he titled this, The 10 Radical New Rules That Are Changing America. Do you want to know what they are? Sure. They are fucking actually pretty crazy. First, rule number one, money is no construct. Money doesn't exist. It's just paper. Or money is a construct, I should say. It, it is a construct. It, it, it's created from thin air. It, absolutely. Right now, tell me something. The way we're printing money? Right now, let me tell you something. We don't even know how much money we're printing because they have stopped reporting it. That's a scary thought. Yep. They've just stopped reporting it. Hey, law, laws are not necessarily binding anymore. 
Well, that's because apparently no amendment is absolute. No constitutional amendment. According to what Joe Biden said. Yep. That he will willfully discharge the office and protect and enforce the Constitution of the United States. That's the oath he takes. Yes. Uh, So far, I don't see him doing that. Nope. Uh, It's a little hard. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, Racialism is now acceptable. Racialism. That's rule number three. So that's like, it's segregation in reverse because that's well, yeah, honestly, because, that's well, honestly where they're at. No, they're, they're defining they're us pushing by us back our, to segregation. No, they're def, define We're defining ourselves first by our ethnicity or our religion and only secondarily, if at all, by American commonality. Oh, no, no. It's, it's past no, no, no. that. No, it's, pa- it's past. Yes. We're I defined agree. first I agree by our with ethnicity or ethnicity, our religion. religion and, and then also only secondarily. No, second, if it applies. secondarily is going to be gender and sexual orientation. Well, that's, that's all here and there. But the explicit exclusion in college dorms, safe spaces, federal aid programs is now non-controversial. So really, Jim Crow is back in effect brought forth by the Biden regime. Not by anybody else. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. And uh, they're excluding whites from dorms, the safe spaces being allowed, the type of good racism, as liberals like to call it. Look, you're either a racist or you're not a racist. There's really no middle ground. Either you distinguish between people based on the color of of their skin or you don't. Regardless of what color your skin is or what color their skin is. You want to you want to know what rule number four is? What's that? The immigrant is most mostly preferable to the citizen. Well, that's because they're going to vote Democrat and they are try, trying to change the demographic so that they never lose another election because all of these new laws that are coming in, these voter laws at the state level are going to prohibit them from cheating. So they got to do something. And this goes into what's going on with Tucker Carlson right yeah. now. Oh yeah, it trying sure to does. get trying to get kicked off the air again. Yeah, for being uh, a racist. For being a racist, supposedly because he said, "Look, a white supremacist." The reason that Joe Biden is bringing these people in is for the next voter core that's going to take place within the United States. Yeah, the because ne- it again changes the demographics. Number five, most Americans should be treated as we would treat little children because they all think you're retarded. Obviously, they think we're stupid. That is um, well. They they call it noble lies. They, they don't call think, it stupid. They don't call it retarded. They call it noble lies because it sounds better and it doesn't offend all that many people out there. It's like like telling our nine year old that Santa Claus still exists. Well, I mean, they're not really telling him that he still exists. They're kind of telling him he never didn't. It, did, well, exactly. Did not exist. Yes, exactly. That you know, like our like Santa Claus exists, the Easter Bunny exists, the Tooth Fairy exists. So it, it's just like that. Yes, definitely. Treat us like we're children. Sure. Put put a diaper on us. Tell us where we can where we can go. Um, stand, Wipe our nose. Stand us in line. Wipe our nose at at different spaces. Yep. Wash your hands. Um, absolutely. Don't touch your friend. Yep. Don't don't no. No hands on anybody. No hands. Hands, Don't be touching nobody. Bad. Yep. And but silence is violence. Hey, number six. This kind of goes against what you just said. That silence is violence. Number six. Hypocrisy. It's passe. Virtue signaling is alive. Okay. The hypocrisy. Uh, the hypocrisy is one of the most rampant things I've ever seen. Re- 
ridiculously rampant things. It is so insane. Yep. Climate change activists fly on the private jets. Socialism warriors live in good communities. Multi-billionaire elitists pose as victims of sexism, racism, and homophobia. BLM BLM leader buys a $1.4 million home in one of the whitest neighborhoods in in the entire country. (laughs) The elite need these exemptions to help the helpless. If that's what you say, lesser about how to live and not how about your, you yourself live, that's what matters. Ah, number seven, ignoring or perpetuating homelessness is preferable to ending it. That is very true. Uh, okay, that is absolutely true. You know what? In New York right now, Cuomo is giving $15,600 to illegal aliens and yes i'm going to use that phrase no no that currently live in new york that missed out on unemployment benefits or whatever um because they got laid off due to the pandemic stop fucking with my mic there we go is there a chance that me and you can move back and i can claim that my grandmother was born mexican no no because you're you're not uh, no i've already tried to figure out how to claim us to be illegal because we get more benefits that way but no that's not the case but that's like that's horrible too because on. I'm a retired veteran and you how, mean to tell yeah. me that we how don't... many exactly you're stealing my thunder how many homeless veterans live on the streets in New York <laughs> Jesus and Hundreds. you know what they got no it's thousands they got shit they got nothing nothing they got nothing so illegal aliens are, are getting, getting more than almost sixteen thousand dollars and homeless veterans are still going to starve on the streets in New York City well like I said if you're always a white male in New York you're always going to get shit on doesn't matter well um hmm. McCarthyism is good. Destroying lives and careers and incorrect thoughts saves more lives and careers. That's rule number eight to destroying America. And 10 easy steps. Number nine is ignorance is preferable to knowledge. Uh, I think I proved that point when I played my little buddy from uh, Russia there from the KGB who told us all about how it doesn't matter how many facts you present. And actually, um, if you haven't seen it yet, Dan Bongino, he tore Geraldo Rivera apart oh the other night God, on Hannity. And it was, was hysterical. And he proved every point of what that Russian defector was saying in that video about how it doesn't matter how much fact you have. It doesn't matter how much fact you show. It doesn't matter if you prove it the liberal left will not listen to a word you have to say and will completely shit on any thought you have. Well, that's because they don't believe in the truth. They believe in their truth. They believe in touch truth. Yeah. Touch truth. Kind of like to science. Yeah. As the science. <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously they don't believe in the science. Obviously they don't No, Cause number 10, the final one, wokeness is a new religion growing faster and larger than Christianity ever will. Wokeness. And that is so true. It's a priesthood that outnumbers the clergy and exercises far more power than Silicon Valley is the new Vatican and Amazon, Apple and Facebook and Google and Twitter are their new gospels. Well, you want you want to know about how wokeness is directly affecting Georgia right now? Shoot. Um, They're still lying about our election laws. Oh, so. exactly. So Will Smith was supposed to be filming oh, Jesus. Don't here in Georgia. Up. And yep, nope. He's he's pulling his movie out of Georgia. I don't know if that's a bad thing or a good thing. Because it. Maybe if we arrested him on the street drunk with his boyfriend, we might be able to prove something that nobody ever, ever knew that he was gayer than AIDS. Uh, wow. Just throwing that out there. Okay. I mean, seriously. Wow. Nobody else saw that. 
Am I the only one that saw that in the Legend of Bagger Vance? Okay. I mean, he seemed really gay. I'm just saying, throwing it out there, following a white guy around. <laughs> oh, don't tell me that it's racist. Oh, shit, because it was the 18-something-something something or others, and, you know, he was just being the good. Don't give me that shit. I don't want to hear that shit. He just seemed gayer than AIDS. The guy seems gayer than AIDS. He seems way too happy to be a male. Well, men have been beat down for so long now, and people are sitting there going, well, why are white men angry? Why are white men angry? Are you have you looked around recently? What has happened to the American male? The American male is not a man anymore. I don't know if he's a woman. I believe George Carlin said it best. The pussification of the American male these days is disgusting. And it is. It is fucking gross. American men look like a bunch of pussies on TV, on the radio, on everything else you can say. We get angry. We yell at each other. Shit. I just watched it tonight. I don't know if you all watch Deadliest Catch, but I am a f- I've been a fan since day one, since I realized these guys go up there every year and do this shit. It looks like it's the hardest fucking job on earth. Matter of fact, I can go ahead and tell you, I've done most of the shittiest jobs on earth. That is one job I have yet to do and I want to do and I will try to do before anything else happens in my life. I will try to get to Alaska and serve on a crab vessel. I would love to get up there on the Time Bandit and go with Jonathan Hillstrand and all those guys go out there and sail in the Bering Sea and fucking possibly die. But I mean, you love possibly dying all the time. That shit is so much fun. I would enjoy the shit out of that. But that's like the last refuge of the American man. Where else do you see that anywhere in America? Where else do you see people living by their wits where they're actually living out on the land by their wits other than Alaska? You don't see it anywhere else. No, no, you sure don't. I mean, I don't see if, it in the Alaska continental 50 United States. If Alaska States. wasn't so fucking cold, then I would be all about moving there. Dude, Alaska Dude, hard people go up there. That's it's, it. It's cold as fuck. That's for hard people. And if you're not hard enough, the weather will weed you out. And that's the beauty of Alaska is that the weather weeds out the fucking pussies. Because nobody's going up there if you're fucking scared of the cold like you are. Nobody's going up there if you have had hypothermia or you're going to get hypothermia. Yeah, again. my blood has thinned that we are not moving further north than the Mason-Dixon line. I'm just saying, saying. but you watch that show tonight and I watched two guys going at it from last season and they're screaming at each other and they're about to beat the shit out of each other. And like Sig Hansen, somebody who back in the day would have just let two people scrap at it has to step in because it's discovery. It's NBC. Oh, of course. I, I can't let two guys go fisticuffs on the show. Matter of fact, it had to end up like brothers hugging each other. Of course. You know that both those motherfuckers still wanted to beat the shit out of each other. And when they probably got off that fucking set, they probably did try to beat the shit out of each other. But it's just like the mayor of Savannah said. I don't give a fuck as long as it's not on camera. Exactly. <laughs> goes back to everything else. Always goes back to politics, motherfuckers. Oh, That's why people culture. won't, will not. Well, uh, okay. well wait, wait, so, no, 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 here, no, 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 no. I got to start this one. <laughs> okay. Uh, here, here's a little more woke, woke culture. Oh, or there we go. Corporate fascism rearing its ugly head. So, a uh, hundred CEOs from major corporations across the United States got together on a Zoom call 
to discuss how to stop other states from enacting the voter laws like we're enacting here in Georgia. Hmm. How the fuck is that any of their business? Well, this is my question. Um, When do they believe that this is going to backfire? Well, here's the really funny thing. Every single one of those corporations requires ID to work there. You have to have an ID. Well, it's funny because okay. I know Coke, to get on an airplane, you I know have to get Coke, an ID. I know yeah. Coke. You got to to go to the to go to a board meeting. You have to present an ID to go to their um, to go to their Coke factory place in Atlanta. No, I mean just to go to a board meeting, just to be a uh, if, if, if you're if an you invested have, member in yeah, Cork Coke you, and you mm-hmm. show up at their bo- quarterly board meeting. Yep. Not only do you have to have an ID, but you have to have a ticket. <gasps> That's double racism. Boom. Uh-oh, Coke. I, I got another one for you, Coke. Damn. So a whole, all of, all of these companies, you have to have an ID. Yeah. But they are trying to change future laws to prohibit voter ID because they're racist. No, it pres prevents them from cheating. It's not racist. I know. The fact that they're calling it racist is making no, no. them a racist. Their narrative in and of itself Yeah, I know. Is they're racist. trying to say it's, yeah, well, that's what it is. That's yeah. all it is. It's just racism. It's nothing more. And the fact that they keep saying, well, uh, you, know, uh, you know, well, black people, they don't know how to go to the DMV and get an ID. Ask, I'm sorry, ask any black person around. They can give you better directions to the DMV than I can. Yeah, and I, I can tell you right now, they can tell you the hours of operation when they're open and when they're closed. Yeah. Better than I can because, shit, I don't go to the DMV. Try not to go to the DMV. Because that place the sucks DMV. all the time. Sucks Everywhere just across go, the country, it doesn't matter what in state the DMV. In. Just to go in the DMV, it sucks the life out the of The DMV me. sucks. Yes. Everywhere. But people know where it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? The, you know what else they know where at the county courthouse? Well, in Georgia, we do because that's where you go get your concealed carry permit. Oh, you got to carry a permit to carry a gun, which gets us to point number three. <laughs> so we were actually we had we said in the last podcast that we were going to talk about gun control. Then we were going to end up with it, but honestly, I'm kind of glad we waited because of. Biden's idiocy. Holy shit. Um, so, uh, and the, the gun control is, is so huge. It's, it's really going to take up most of this podcast. Um, let's just put it this way. Mick is going to go on a rant here in a little bit and y'all are going to fucking do. Why is he so angry? Why is he so motivated? Why is he so anxious tonight? I have been sitting on my thumbs for a couple days now in hopes that uh, what is about to take place is going to take place, which is about to. And I'm going to have some fun. You're going to hear some shit that's going to make you laugh a whole lot. And uh, I'm just going to lead it off with this. And Many people believe Joseph. Dum, 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 dum. Okay. I'm just going to leave it there. All right. Well, yeah, we're not, we're, that was, that was from the last podcast, but I'm using but, that again. I don't give a shit. Uh, I'm using that for the rest of the time. So, so here's what Joe Ugh. You screwed that one up, babe. I know. Good job. Shut up. I'm getting there. My speaker doesn't want to connect here. And while we're waiting. Okay. While we're waiting. Oh, there we go. There we go. Now Now we've got some speakers. Okay. Here's what Joe has to say about gun control. Well, there's a whole long way to go. 
But also uh, today we're taking steps to confront not just the gun crisis, but what is actually a public health crisis. Nothing, a public health nothing crisis? I'm about to recommend in any way impinges on the Second Amendment. There are phony arguments suggesting that these are Second Amendment rights at stake in what we're talking about. I'm sorry. Nothing impinges on the Second Amendment? Well, first of all, he, the dumbass should really get it right. It's infringement, Joe. Exactly. It's fucking infringement. Just so you're aware, it's not Impinge. impingement. Impingement it's- means you push against <clears throat> it. No, you're infringing my yes. Second Amendment right. Most definitely. So you can suck my small Irish cock. So <laughs> let me tell you something, Joe, about your H- hold infringement. Hold on. Wait, wait. No, we're... we're- we're going we're gonna to let Joe Christ. speak a little bit longer. But no amendment, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. Uh, okay. No amendment to the Constitution is absolute? You, you liar. Yes, you, you liar. No, there most certainly is because those are God-given rights, Inalienable, given Inalienable. us to yes. by, to us by our Creator. Exactly. That's what was put out in the fucking Constitution, Joe. So guess what? Yes, there were rights that were given to us as Americans, as human beings, and they were given to us fathers by God, not by you. Yes, correct. You can't yell crowd. You can't yell fire in a crowded movie theater. That is complete bullshit. I, well, hold I'm, on. I know. No, I'm gonna. Ju- I told you I was gonna do this. Nope. I know. Listen, listen. I, I, I have three years ago. I have a Justice about Oliver this. Wendell Holmes wrote what perhaps is the most well-known yet misquoted and misused phrase in Supreme Court history: the most significant or stringent protection of free speech would not protect a man in falsely shouting fire in a theater and causing a panic without fail. Whenever free speech controversy hits, someone will cite this phrase as proof of limits of the First Amendment. And whatever the controversy may be, the law, and some have curiously called it, can be interpreted to suggest that we should err on the side of censorship. Holmes quote, which became a crutch for every censor in America, yet his quote is wildly misunderstood. The latest comes from the New York City Councilman Peter Vallone, who declared yesterday, everyone knows the example of yelling fire in a crowded movie theater. As he called it, it charges against the pseudonym Twitter at Comfortably Smug for spreading false information during Hurricane Sandy. Other commenters have endorsed Vallone's suggestions, citing that the same quote established the precedent. Yet in the last few years, the quote has reared its head on countless occasions. In September, commenters pointed to it when questioning whether the controversial anti-Muslim video should have been censored. Before that, it was invoked when the crazy pastor threatened to kill, uh, threatened to burn Korans. Before that, the analogy, the twisted uh, to call for charges against WikiLeaks for publishing classified information, and the list goes on. But who quotes Holmes might want to actually err on the case and the phrase which originate, originated before their main defense. U.S. versus Schicknick was one of the most odious free speech decisions in court history that was overturned over four years ago. 
First, it's important to understand that U.S. and Shitnik had nothing to do with fires or threatened false statements. Instead, the court decided whether Charles Shitnik, the secretary of the Socialist Party of America, could be convicted under the Espionage Act for writing and distributing a pamphlet that expressed his opinion for the draft during World War I. As the ACLU Gabe Roman explains, it did not call for violence. It did call for civil disobedience. The torts, the, uh, the court's description of the pamphlet proves the milder than any of the dozen protests currently going on around the country every day. It said, do not submit to intimidation, but form at least confined in itself a peaceful measure for which such a petition for the repeal of the act. The other later printed the side, the sheet headed, Yes, sir, you're right. The crowd in the theater remarked that everyone remembers the analogy that Holmes made before issuing the court's holding. He was explaining the First Amendment. It's not, it's absolute. It's what law- lawyers call dictum. A justice ancillary opinion does not directly involve the facts of the case and has no binding authority. The actual ruling that the pamphlet posed a clear and present danger to the nation at war landed Schicknick in prison and continued to haunt the court for years to come. Two similar Supreme Court decided later that year in Debs versus the U.S. and Fulwark versus the U.S., also peaceful anti-war, anti-activists, and went to jail under the Espionage Act for a milder, mildest of government criticism. Uh, together, the trio of rulings did damage to the First Amendment as any other in the 20th century. In 1969, the big one, Brandenburg's case, Brandenburg versus Ohio effectively overturned Shitnik and any authority that's still there carried. That was 1969. Yes. It's 2021. If you think about it. The court's inflammatory speech advocating that members of the Ku Klux Klan protected under the First Amendment unless the speech is directly inciting or producing imminent lawless action and is likely to incite or produce such action. Hmm. I can think of a president who most recently was about to be impeached for the same type of speech. Mm. Did he get Wait. No, he, he was acquitted. He didn't get impeached, did he? Well, I, that would say that would mean that Brandenburg versus Ohio effectively still rules today. Hmm. That's craziness because according to the left, they want to say <laughs> that despite the crowded theater quote as legal irrelevance, advocates of censorship have not stopped torting it as the final and lawful limits of the First Amendment. Roman wrote, worse than useless in defining the boundaries of constitutional speech, when used metaphorically, it can be deployed against any unpopular speech. Meaning, if I don't like what you say, I can now go after you. Watch this, because you just yelled fire in a crowded theater. Do not use that argument anymore. Justice Holmes may have quickly realized the gravity of his opinion and Shitnick in the companion in the later companion cases. Later in his term, Holmes suddenly descended a similar case, Abrams versus the United States, in which Russian immigrants were sent to jail under the Espionage Act to become the first in a long string of dissidents. Long story short, do not use that argument anymore. You are a fucking idiot when you use that argument. Guess what? Joe Biden. I'm calling you a fucking idiot. You are an idiot when you use that argument. You sound like a moron. Do okay, not listen. use that fucking argument. In in Joe Mensch's defense. Okay. That was the Atlantic, by the way. I got to give 
credit to where credit's due. I read the article the first time in the Atlantic. If you want to go read it, it's a good article. It says how you're not supposed to use that argument anymore because it's time to stop using the fire in a crowded theater quote. All right. In Joe Mensch's defense. Um, which there is none. Bradenburg versus Ohio was in 1969, which which overturned that. Wait a minute. That was later on is 120 years. Exactly. All right. So I'm just wondering. Joe Joe Mencha has Alzheimer's. Normally Alzheimer's patients can remember their early years very well. Their later years, not so much. That tells me that Joe Biden's memory probably cuts off around maybe like 1965. He obviously doesn't remember that you really can't yell fire in a crowded movie theater because he's demented. Anywho, let's go back. I, to- I, oh man. I, I just, I, I hate when people use this argument and there's some, there's another, I'm looking to actually stand by for one oh, second goodness. because there's one other line I want to read because it really, um, it, it really drives down what Wendell Holmes was going after actually when he finally said, you know what? I'm wrong. You're right. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm actually looking the ultimate good is desired is better reached by free trade and ideas. The best that the best test to the truth of power is thought to get itself accepted in the competition of the market. And the truth is only the ground on which it can stand upon, which their wishes can safely be carried out. Okay. The left does not adhere to that. They want to just get rid of any competition. They don't stand on truth. They stand on a house of cards. Well, they don't They don't stand on shit. They it's pretty much quickly suck at everything. C- crumble down around them. But let's go back to what Joe has to say about guns. Listen into it. Freedom of speech. In the very beginning, you couldn't own any weapon you wanted to own. In the very beginning of the Second Amendment existed, so you weren't allowed to have weapons. Stop that. Okay, I know, I know. Okay. I wanted him to so finish that. That retard <laughs> just said that at the, the very beginning, beginning of the Second Amendment, you couldn't own any weapon you wanted to own. Bullshit. People had Amendment- fucking cannons. They had their own privateer ships. They literally shot people up at sea. You let if there were AR, if there were AR fifteens around it, it, during the revolution, guess what? Every fucking militia would be armed with them. If there were M137s, miniguns, uh-huh. or M147s yeah. rolling around, they would have owned every single one of them. Absolutely. A minigun in the revolution, I would have, oh man, I would have been the best pirate at sea. You would never see a boat that would have been sailing. That's all it would have been. A whole lot of piss and vinegar and anger. That's it. Some some oil and some fucking, uh, don't even get me started. That Bullshit. If I want to fucking own a howitzer and put it out in front of my house, as long as I maintain that howitzer, I should be allowed to own it. As long as I'm not required the people requiring the people that live around me to maintain that howitzer, I should be allowed to own it. Fuck off. Next phrase, please. <laughs> the idea is just bizarre to suggest that some of the things we're recommending are contrary to the Constitution. Gun violence in this country is an epidemic. Let me say it again. Gun violence in this country is an epidemic, and it's an international embarrassment. Joe is an international embarrassment. You, you liar. Joe, you're a liar. No, you're a national embarrassment. Gun violence, there's, you know how many people come to this country just to buy guns, you dumbass? 
Do you know how many people were killed in Chicago last weekend? Uh, can I do I do I do I have to guess or <clears throat> can I give you a ballpark? Ballpark between fifty and sixty. Uh, about that, um, forty-eight, I think, actually. Yeah, and. What kind of gun laws are in Chicago? Some of the most stringent in the United States of America. So, I, mean, I mean, literally, you cannot own a gun unless you've been okayed by the city attorney and like 30 other people. So who who is it that's killing people in Chicago? Last time I checked, it was the criminals. And criminals don't go up to your... Uh, normally, they don't go get a concealed carry permit. They don't give a fuck about a concealed carry oh, they, permit. They must be ordering their guns online. Oh, uh, uh, no, they're going to gun shows. Oh, gun shows. Yeah, go next. Okay. You know, we saw it again last night as I was coming to the Oval Office. I got the word that uh, in South Carolina, a, uh, a physician uh, with his wife, two grandchildren, and a person working at his house. Does Joe really know all where he's at right now? All five. So many people. So many of the people sitting here today. Well, if he's know that well. If he's at Tyler Perry's White House in no, Georgia, no. then he would I be going up to like South Carolina. When the second change your life forever. I've had the Actually, stop this, because you know what? I got something to add to that, Joe. <laughs> hey, asshole, if everybody carried a gun, that shit would have lasted for about three seconds. True story. Because that motherfucker would have gotten shot. Look at what happened in Texas. I want to say it was 1993. Oh, dude walked into a McDonald's to hold him up and every at 6 old like. No, at 6 a.m., <laughs> this motherfucker, this ballsy son of a bitch. Including a 75-year-old Stop, stop. <laughs> This ballsy motherfucker walked into a McDonald's and tried to hold up a McDonald's at like, and this is like 1992 at 6 a.m. in the morning. What he didn't realize is that every card carrying member of the NRA was in this McDonald's at that time. <laughs> he got shot so many times that when they finally did the autopsy, they pulled a little over 80 something rounds out of his body. That's a lot of bullets to get shot. Do you know that the guy? Now, that's, that's everybody's seen the that's video. like $300 worth of ammo right now. Well, it's more than that, actually. It's like <laughs> more like 900 bucks worth of ammo. But depending on what they're shooting them with. Um, do you know the first dude uh, that was encountered in the Iran hostage siege in Beirut, uh, not Beirut, but in London, when they took over the uh, Beirut or the, uh, the embassy, the uh, Lebanese embassy? Uh, all those guys took over the Lebanese embassy. It was the first time that anybody knew or found out or they realized that the SAS actually exists. Yeah, I just watched that Ben Affleck movie the other day. So when the SAS actually went in and cleared that fucking building out, the first dude that they found on the ground because something the Americans learned from from the SAS, um, and this actually goes to some military history here, is uh, we actually learned stuff from our partner forces. And we learned this from the SAS going into that room that everybody gets fixated on that first target. Every single person going through that door, every single person going through that door dropped a magazine worth of ammunition in this dude. They pulled some 180 bullets out of this guy's body because every guy that went through that window shot him with a full magazine of Uzi ammo. And that dude was laying there just getting pelted over and over again with bullets. Now, it doesn't show so much, you know, the bright, how brilliant the Brits are uh, when it comes to clearing rooms. 
but it does show the effectiveness of training when done over and over again in a very confined space, how you enter and clear a room. That first dude, it doesn't matter whether he's alive or dead. You haven't assaulted through the objective yet. That motherfucker's getting shot again. That that honestly brings your t-shirt to mind right now. No, it doesn't because I can't even get into that right now because I'm so angry. <laughs> You've got me so pissed off. You have no idea where I'm at anger-wise. Uh, and we haven't even gotten to the good part yet because I'm about to lose my shit in the good part. But the point that he's saying right there about how, uh, you know, the guy in South Carolina and everything, and it just happened just north of us. Um, if those people were armed, they would have defended themselves. Yeah. The point is, is if you're armed, you're going to defend yourself. Uh, I can call out a couple different instances where if people were armed, shit would not have gone down the way it did. Aurora, Colorado. I'm going to start right there. If one person in that fucking movie theater was armed, uh, old boy fucking Joker looking fucking weirdo dude, he wouldn't have gotten, he might've gotten two or three people, but he wouldn't have killed half as many people as he did. But because now as a society, we've become so, it's okay. You know, the government says you can't carry, the fuck I can't carry a weapon. Because Look at these criminals rip- don't give a shit about gun free zones. They don't give a shit whether you put a sign up. Oh, well, they a- like gun free zones because they know that no one's going to be armed and they can do whatever the fuck they want. For the longest time, Vanessa VLN asked me all the time, why do you, why are our lights green in the front of our house? Because I want every criminal to think for just 30 seconds that this is a gun free zone. <laughs> I thought it was because you're an Eagles fan. Well, it was, it had a little bit to do with that, but it had a lot to do with the fact that I want every criminal to think this is a gun free zone. So when you come up, you try to kick in my door and you get blasted. And I mean, fucking blasted with all the shit I got in this house that, (laughs) well, when you, uh, you wanted to talk to Jesus, I'm just providing the meeting. That's it. Next statement from retard, please. Okay. Circumstances. Many of you, many of you who've lost by the way, he drug out just about every major you know, uh, survivor of every gun you know crime in the last 15 years here. We're going to try and fast forward through all that because I, I don't need to yeah, hear yeah. it again. I've already heard it once. He this is the first time he's reading it. So. To make change. But Mark and Jackie. Yeah, I don't give a shit about that. Daughter, Jamie. All right. You know what? I, 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 I can't even hear I can't listen to him drone on anymore. I'm sorry. We're we're gonna we're gonna get to what? Yeah, <laughs> I can't. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get to his immediate actions that he can take without Congress. Uh, this this gets good, people. So okay. if you own any of these weapons, I'm gonna fill you in on some shit because I've actually gone and read what he wrote. Um, and, uh, he's, uh, per well, the transcript of this, because the actual he's per- things haven't come out yet. Yeah, no, the executive order is already out. I already wrote and read them. He's pert near a fucking idiot because at first I thought that one of my guns was going to become illegal and it's not actually, well, it is mine because I'm actually technically I bought it, but it's my gun. It's her gun, but I've already changed it. So now it actually no longer fits that. So excellent. We're good now. Fantastic. So. What's a ghost gun? What is a ghost gun? So Joe Biden wants to get rid of ghost guns. He said that you can buy a kit and you can build your own gun in 30 minutes or less and kill someone with it. Is that true? I can build a gun. I can build a lower. I cannot build the upper. Okay. I can build the lower. 
in 30 minutes or less. Okay. I cannot build the upper. When I talk about the lower and the upper, I'm talking about the bolt and the upper receiver. The bolt and the upper receiver has to come from... Actually, that's not true. I can do both because I have a class four FFL. I can order both sides of the gun. But me. You know, you can build a lower. You cannot build the upper. What does the lower do for me? It's a trigger. So that's it. It's, it's a, trigger a trigger and magazine well. That's it. Okay. So and a buttstock. Not actually the barrel. Not no, like what the you, bullet comes out nope, of. Nope. So, and the bolt and everything else, the bolt carrier housing and all that shit, that has to come from an FFL. So he said that you can you can do this. You can build this ghost gun and have a gun in your hands in 30 minutes with no background check. You sure can't. You sure as hell can't. That's a lie. No. So hold on. That requires one of these. Um, yep. You. You liar. Next. Yes. Excellent. Next. Oh, um, he wants a new annual report about firearms trafficking. Okay. Um, because apparently the last one was, was so enlightening. No, because he doesn't, he needs an updated list of where all the guns are in the country. Yep. Um, he wants to make pistols with stabilizing braces illegal. Okay. So this is where this gets interesting, but folks. If here's, you're concerned- here's why. Hold on. We'll talk about what they are in a second, but here's why. Because they're too accurate. Okay. So one more time. It makes them more lethal. Because she is blonde, folks. That's what Biden said. She was born on a Saturday. No, no. That's what Biden said. I, I got you. I got you. So let's talk about this real quick. When I first heard about this, I thought to myself, well, pistols with stabilizing attachments. You well, thought that, it was your Roni. I thought it was my Roni. I have a Roni. I have a uh, an attachment for a pistol that I can stick my pistol up into, and it basically becomes a shoulder, shoulder fire weapon. According to what retard said on his fucking little speech there, Joe Biden, Joe Biden went on to talk about how you take a pistol and you make it more accurate and you increase barrel length and all this other bullshit. Well, what he didn't realize is what his extremists were putting in there. So hold on a second, because this this does deem one of these. I'm dropping it. You liar. So what he didn't realize that his cronies were putting into this executive order is it actually lays out and it actually spells out AR-15 pistol. What is that? Well, that means that's no longer a pistol. That is an actual rifle, you fucking retard. That is a rifle with a bigger than uh, nine-inch barrel. Um, That is a rifle that does have a shoulder stock on it, just not permanent. Um, It's collapsible. And, oh, by the way, um, if it has a can on it, that can is counted as barrel length. It's better for me because it's a little bit shorter than your rifle. So, and it doesn't have the same kickback that yours. She does. had a rifle or an AR pistol, what was considered an AR pistol. It had a 10 inch barrel on it. And oh, it has the same kick. It's a five, you're still firing 556 five, through it. Same kick. Shut up. Doesn't have the same kick. It most certainly does. However, she had a. It was a, easier for me to control. She had an AR pistol buttstock on it. Well, I found after reading the executive order. If you remove that buttstock and you put on a normal rifle buttstock, that guess what? It's now an AR-15. It's not an AR pistol. So I have an AR-15 with a 10-inch barrel. No, you have an AR-15 with a 16-inch barrel because with my can on the front of it, it is now 16 inches long. 
Okay, whatever. So guess what, folks? If you're looking to get around it, this is my hint, hint, not telling you what to do so the ATF doesn't come and raid your house. But ours. <laughs> if you remove the buttstock from it and you stick some sort of larger flash suppressor slash something that increases barrel length to your weapon, you now have not an AR pistol. You now have an AR rifle. Just a thought. Throwing it out there. Keep that one spinning around in the back of your mind. So now I have an AR rifle. Bingo. Awesome. Good deal. It's legal. Fantastic. Glad it's legit. And guess what? My Roni's still legal. So, fuck <laughs> you, Joe. Anyway. But it's not legal if it's mine because you're not allowed to give it to me. It's yours. You. You liar. <laughs> no, you're wrong. Even if I give it to you, it's still yours. No. If I die, that's illegal. You take possession of all of my is- weapons, my 900 weapons that I own. When I die, it, when you take possession of them, guess what? That's legal. But you're 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 no longer allowed to gift a weapon to someone or sell a weapon to someone without them getting a background check. You know what's really funny is the Republicans picked their battle on this one. I don't know if you all have read this yet, but they've already sent all uh, a whole bunch of these laws uh, back to the Supreme Court. Good. Um, trying to block them, but one the one they did not was that one was the pistol one. Oh, you want to know why? Why? Liberals are pretty stupid when it comes to gun ownership. <laughs> they really are. They don't understand how simple it is to to adjust things to make things fit your law. Excellent. So they didn't send that one back. Because it's But all the other on. ones, they sent back and said that they were all infringing upon the Second Amendment. Infringing, not impinging. Not impinging. Infringing. Infringing okay. upon the Second Amendment. So uh, number four, he wants to expand the red flag laws. So, which basically means that, hold on, let's talk about that real quick, because now we're getting into, now we're going to, I'm going to put some of Joe Biden's gun control, quote unquote, gun control claims to the test. This one comes from real clear politics, right? Yeah. So let's just start out with the Brady background checks that began in 1994. There've been 3.5 million initial denials. However, it is just one thing to stop a felon and for a felon from buying a gun. It is quite another thing to stop a law-abiding citizen from buying a gun just because of his or her name is similar with the felons. In 2017, for example, there were 112,000 initial deniers for supposedly attempting to buy prohibited purchases, but just 12 federal prosecutions by June of 2018. The reason is, is this? They weren't real cases. The background check system is a mess with mistakes primarily borne by minorities with no fault of their own. The error for rate of black males is three times their share of the population, understandably so. So I bet you're going to go to the Charleston loophole next. I'll go ahead and I'm I'm not going there because that that's not what he can do without Congress. Okay, we'll get to that. That's in another section. He wants to expand the red flag laws. The red flag laws is where police or a family member can petition the court to remove firearms from people. Okay. So wait a minute. How can we have the police remove firearms from people when Biden doesn't want the police anymore? No, that's that's Rashida Tlaib doesn't want the police anymore. Well, okay, one more time. I, okay, so Biden doesn't want the police anymore. I got. How you. can we do that if Biden doesn't want but, the police? But anymore? that's under red flag laws. So so say, I think that you've gone completely batshit crazy. 
Um, say you and I get into a fight because you're already completely batshit crazy, right? Mm-hmm. And I decide that I want to take all your guns away from you. I you take them from me and you go throw them in a trash can outside of fucking school? No, that's what Haley Biden did. Um, no, I, I would just have to go in front of a judge and tell this judge that you have PTSD from your previous time in combat. You are a white Catholic male, which means obviously you're one of the most dangerous people on the planet, which you are anyway, but not because you're a white Catholic male. But that's okay. That That's neither here nor there. That's just the narrative. And that I feel that you are a danger to myself and our children. And that judge will say, okay, you can take all his guns away. That is the red flag law. Hold on one second, okay? Because the vast majority of Americans believe there should be universal background checks. This isn't about background checks, this one. This is a red flag. It's called a red flag law. It's not about a background check. It's after you've already passed a background check and you are a legal gun owner, if someone in your family or the police feel that you are a danger to yourself or others, they can go before a judge and the judge can order them to take your guns away. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I Uh-huh. I agree and disagree with that. I mean, I agree I I agree in theory, but I also feel that it could be very heavily abused in a lot of circumstances. Yeah, as, and it's a slippery uh, slope. It, it's a very slippery ex-cunts slope. Ex-cunts love to make life horrible exactly. for men. Exactly. You know? That's ex- I could see exactly. you doing some shit like that. No. I could see your ex so what's doing next? some shit like that, but not me. So Biden says that homicide is the leading cause of death in black men. Oh, I can't wait for this one. That's all he said. So, it's the le- leading cause of death in black men. So my question is. So the historic spike in homicides and the lack of gun control laws. Obviously, it's the leading cause no of death No sudden in black change men. in gun control laws caused in the last year's spikes in homicide. Instead, the real explanation of this is simple. Biden refused to consider Prisons, prisoners released in large numbers of inmates because of COVID-19. Yep. Politicians ordered police stand downs. Yep. Police departments started budget cutting budgets and prosecutors refused to prosecute criminals. Yep. Those are the top three reasons why there was a historic spike in homicides in the last year. Yes, absolutely. Had nothing to do. It had nothing to do with gun control. Nothing to do with gun nope. control. But Biden thinks if you take the guns away from legal gun owners, then that will stop the rampant killing of black men. So this is my point. Okay. If, yeah, I, see, if, if we do this shit, right. If he really wants to enact this shit, he wants to make this law. Then I say his secret service team is no longer allowed to carry guns. I think that they should start by trying to take them away from criminals. No, his secret service detachment should no longer be allowed to carry weapons. Absolutely. Matter of fact, the guns that his secret service detachment is allowed to carry are Nerf guns. That's it. <laughs> Period. Those bitches hurt. So when you get hit with a Nerf dart, you have to play dead. You're not really dead, but you got to play. You have to play dead. All right. Why not? You know what? Tell me how fucking safe you feel now, Joe. Well, we we should all feel safer because Joe Biden has finally. Wait, you would join this century? No, no, he hasn't done that. But he he has nominated someone to actually lead the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. No, it was not the Bureau of Alcohol. No, no. It was the listen, American Federal no, Teachers Union. Hold on. Union. We're getting there. We're getting there. Wait, listen. Here's what Joe has to say about that. So Selene knows is tax hasn't had a permanent director since 2015. 
Today, I'm proud to nominate David Chipman to serve as a director of the AFT. (laughs) Okay, so the AFT, the The American Federal (laughs) Teachers Union. All right, let's talk about that one real quick, Joe. First of all, it's the ATF, you dumbass. All right, A. B, number two on this one, so we can clear this one up real quick, fast, in a hurry. Uh, Let's talk about Tipman for just a second. Chipman. That would or Chipman, whatever the fuck his name is. Let's talk about him for just a second. He that wants would, to take that guns would be away like, even more than Biden does. That would be like Trump putting the head of the NRA in charge of the ATF when Trump was in office. I think that I think he would make a better head of the. Of the I ATF think he would too. Than Chipman I will. think he would too because this guy. You got to remember, this is the guy from uh, was it? Uh, 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 Ruby Ridge. Ruby Ridge, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. He was Ruby Ridge's guy. And it went, what was the whole reason they were there first to begin with? Because of Ridge. conspiracy theory lies that he actually came up with. Yes, that he was saying that this family owned all these weapons and we have to go take it from. How many federal agents died that day at Ruby Ridge? Uh, 22 to be exact. 22 were killed and I, I don't remember, 30 some odd others wounded. And that's, on, and that's on Chipman. That's on Chipman. And you're appointing this guy as eight. All right, folks. Uh, I, you know, been a long time that I've said I, since I've said this, but I'll say it again. We have just entered the twilight zone because that is just dumb and dumber right there. Literally. Honestly, it it brings Uncle Jerry to mind. But Uncle Jerry would have a shit fit. He would have an absolute connection. So he is rolling over in his grave right now. Mix Uncle Jerry collected antique weapons. Well, they were World War II. World, like, I mean, Japanese. I mean, like this shit would probably fall apart in your and hands. And he. Well, some to, of them. Some of them were really good. They were. But he used to write letters to the ATF on a weekly basis telling them to come take his guns because he no, had no, all no, his no. guns. No, 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 no. You just fucked all that up. <laughs> okay. You tell he the story. lived in D.C. He did. It was fucking He hysterical. lived uh, well, literally a couple miles from. No, he lived in D.C. He was, well, he was just on the outskirts of D.C. proper. But I mean, he was just on the other side of the beltway. Yeah. So that put him in Maryland, but, but he was right there. I mean, literally he was three minutes from downtown DC. Anywho, long story short, uh, ATF decided one day, wow, there's this guy, this nutball in Maryland that's right up the road from us. Um, and that keeps writing us letters. No, he's got all these weapons. And so they decided to raid him and my poor aunt and my uncle, uh, Door got kicked in one day. ATF came in and started grabbing weapons up and um, stuff. And they said they had all these warrants and whatnot. And my uncle, being the law-abiding gun owner that he was, let them in, let them do their thing. They took a bunch of guns. They welded a bunch of bolts shut. Um, They did a bunch of jacked-up shit to a bunch of weapons that were essentially collector's items. I mean, they really weren't anything other than collector's items. He was buying guns, putting them together. They, they were weren't like guns. my AR-15 No, rifle. not even close. No. These things were uh, freaking old, uh, old Japanese World War II weapons, Russian World War II weapons. I mean, just crap that you would never, ever think about a bullet ever actually leaving the chamber again. In the last 75 years, yeah. Anyway, uh, because he was like collecting antique weapons. And so they raided him. And uh, this was all before uh, Waco and all of that crap. And uh, they grabbed his guns up, did what they did to him. Well, after that, he went on a letter writing campaign. And he started writing letters to the ATF and letting them know, hey, by the way, um, 
And it was really funny because when I went for my uh, class four FFL, I was asked questions about him because I'm related to him. And uh, they asked me <laughs> questions about him. And uh, the actual ATF agent that I was interviewed by asked me questions about it. And I brought it up to him. I said, well, wouldn't you do that? I mean, if you were illegally raided in the middle of the night or in the middle of the day and your wife and your son at the time who was still staying at your house was barricaded in a room with armed agents while they tore through the rest of your house and you were questioned in another room, I was like, what's wrong with that? So he's writing letters to y'all. He was letting you know. He was letting you know, look, I'm not as crazy as Koresh, but I do now have a dog. And Koresh at the time had a dog during Waco. And he was like, oh, I got a dog now. How crazy am I? Look at me. I'm nutty. And he's like, I still haven't burned anything down or killed anybody. It's crazy. I've been watching these weapons for years. They're still sitting against the wall. Not a single one has jumped off the wall and shot anybody. <laughs> what the fuck is going on with my guns? Because obviously not the right thing. <laughs> I loved Uncle Jerry. He was the guy wouldn't hurt a fly. Nicest guy in the world. But by God, he was not letting the ATF off the hook with that shit. But that brings up another wonderful, this is, I really wanted to bring this up before, but I just got, I got shot down, but I want to bring up this Charleston loophole because hold on. We're getting there there right now. now. We're getting there right now. Listen. Okay. So Biden said about Congress that, uh, we've had enough prayers and now it's time for action. Okay. So he said, how do you bypass background checks? Hmm. I want to know how you bypass background checks, actually. I'm sorry, because he said that they don't require background checks at gun shows or in online sales. I think that deserves a liar. Well, shit, you got you to gotta be better than that. Come on. You, you liar. So, babe, tell me, when you go to a gun show to buy a gun... Do you have to fill out, complete a background check? Well, let's let's start with the Charleston loophole. First. That's the second thing. All right. Yes, you do. You fucking do. Thank All you. Right? Okay, fine. Can no. you go on Amazon and buy a gun and have it delivered to your house in no, two days no, for prime cannot. shipping? Because no, I would definitely re-engage my prime nope. shipping if that shit was going down. Nope. No? Not even a ghost gun? Not even a ghost Fuck. gun. Fuck. Okay, fine. All right. The Charleston loophole. Okay. All right, this is the you one are that all really, over this, this one, Charleston loophole. This one bites me in the ass every time I hear somebody bring it up. And I have uh. a ton of liberals that have said to me over the last course the last week that I've, I've said, well, this is all bullshit. And then they say, well, wait a minute, what about the Charleston loophole? I'm like, do you know anything about Charleston? Do you know what happened in Charleston? Do you have any idea what you're talking about? No. Biden says that if there had only been more than a three-day check for Dylan Roos' background, Roof would have been stopped from buying a gun, thereby preventing the horrible massacre that took place in Charleston, South Carolina, church shooting. But that is a, um, I believe there's a lot of people that would love to say that is a, you, you you can't buy a gun if you have a felony or a certain misdemeanor convictions, which means you have a violent conviction in your past, or if you are arrested, but not yet convicted of a crime with a possible prison sentence of at least one year or more since Roof's arrest, what his arrest, what he was arrested for was for a misdemeanor drug offense, which had a maximum possible sentence of six months and a longer waiting period would not have blocked his gun purchase. Even if it's not a fucking loophole, Joe. 
So here, here's what he's referring to, right? When you go in to buy a gun, you have to go through an FBI background check. Okay. An FBI background check. And you have to wait for the background check to come back before you can go pick up your gun. If the FBI does not complete that background check in three days, the licensed gun dealer can sell you that gun without the background check at their discretion. Now, hold on. How long does it take for a background check to come through? Depends on who you are. It really does. It depends I, on I'm who you are. I'm not talking about for a top secret level Q clearance background check. I am talking about your standard going in to buy a gun. Depend Again, depends, depends on, on who okay. you are. How, for instance, average. for me, mm-hmm. five minutes. Okay. For you? Yeah. Might be more like an hour. Okay. Three days? No. No. So basically. Because what a uh, FFL uh, now, since everything's come about about it, and we have to have these background checks, all right? Since that's happened and the computer age has happened all at the same time, guess what they have access to? Everything. No. The ATF has provided them with a way to do it online. They can type your information in and within minutes, they will get a background check whether or not you can or cannot purchase a firearm. Doesn't say why. So, so therefore, if you were to, if you were the person buying a gun from me, and for whatever reason, you had something in your background that the ATF deemed you cannot own a gun. I punch your name, your social security number, your birth date, because all of the, Oh, by the way, you need a fucking ID to buy a gun too, by the way, you fucking (laughs) racist bastards. So you give me your ID. I got your name, your birth date. I see your official state ID and I look down at it and I'm like, oh, yep, you are who you say you are, just like you should have to do if you have to fucking vote in this country. Here's your ID back. And I punch in all that information on my computer screen. We wait the five, 10 minutes. It comes back. Bling. All it says is that you are unable to purchase a firearm at this time. Doesn't tell me why. Doesn't tell me why you, what you did. Doesn't tell me that you killed six kids and that you dragged mommy up a fucking tree and slid her from neck to nuts and let everything splay out all over the ground. It means that you did something in your past that does not allow you to purchase a firearm. So therefore, all it tells me is when I come back to you, I take the gun away, put the gun in the cage behind me, and I say, I'm sorry, you can't purchase this weapon at this time. And that's it. And if you ask me, well, why? I don't know. I just know the ATF told me you cannot buy a gun. Okay. At so- that point, I say, if you have an issue with this, you can go down to the local ATF office and you can ask them as to why you can't purchase a firearm. It's not up to me to figure that out. My job's been complete. I did the background check. I have the information that I need. I don't need to know anymore. I don't want to know anymore. I don't care what the fuck you did. Okay, so listen. If they shut that down, essentially, right? So if they say that you have to wait for a background check to come back regardless of the time limit, in order to purchase a gun. So if it takes three days or three weeks or three months and they shut down that instant system, 
isn't that infringing on our second amendment? Because then they can just say, well, no one can purchase a gun because we're not doing any background checks. Well, let's just start with the first part of that. Let's, let's just start with the first part of that. Okay. The first part of that is going to be this, a, it's an infringement for you to ask that or suggest that of me to begin with. That's an infringement in and out of itself that I have to get a background check because according to the second amendment, no one is allowed to infringe on that. Right. Okay. Real quick, because we've been talking about it all night. The second amendment actually says a well-regulated militia being necessary for the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. That doesn't say that I need a background check. That doesn't say that I need, uh, I have to submit my ID to anybody. That just says that I shall be well-armed and will not be infringed upon. That's it. Okay. So everything else that is going on right now are concessions that Republicans and pro-Second Amendment gun owners, people who are legitimate legal gun owners, have okayed. They have said, you know what? They caved. You're No, I won't even say it's a cave. Concession. Because it is a concession because thinking about it logically, you're absolutely right. You don't need a serial killer out there with an M147. Yep. He doesn't need to own a howitzer. However, if I wanted to purchase an M60 patent series tank, there's no fucking reason why I should not be able to go out and buy... <laughs> an M60 patent series tank. Except that I don't think we could fit it in the driveway. No, I'd have to sit in the front lawn. It would really fuck up the lawn. You're so, you're such a Mexican about that lawn. That is the most racist thing I've ever said. <laughs> you said that last podcast. <laughs> Maybe the one before. No, I didn't. You did. Now you've said it twice. Either way, point is, is that if I want to own that, I should be able to own it. If I want to own an RPG, there should be no reason why I can't own an RPG. Why are you hunting? I, I what does own, it matter? I want to own a pirate ship with a live cannon. I, when people say, well, what are you hunting with? What does it matter? Who fucking cares? Maybe it's you <laughs> next week in your fucking little goddamn Yaris as it's driving down the road. We don't condone violence. I just, I, I get fucking annoyed when I hear stupidity of these people that say, well, guns, you can't own whatever. Why not? Why can't I? Who said that? Who? Because the fucking Second Amendment does not say you can ever own any gun you want, but, and then start down a list of guns. It does not say that. You just read the whole Second Amendment right Correct. there. It is literally one sentence. And with, it, it will not okay, be infringed upon. It's one sentence with two commas. And I have to say... Our founding fathers were a lot better educated than anybody coming out of any kind of public school today, okay? And they understood proper grammar and comma placement. Commas are important. Punctuation is important. Again, a well-regulated militia, comma, being necessary to the security of a free state, comma, the right of the people to keep and bear arms, comma, shall not be infringed. There you go. It, I mean, it can't be any more clear. Seriously. And I mean, just to go on into this just a little deeper, just to let you know, commercial transfers require no federal background or require federal background checks. But 
Private transfers only require a federal background checks if they're conducted within one of the 13 states that superintended non-commercial firearms transactions. So what does that mean? I don't know. Superintended non-commercial transactions. Oh, that means the liberal states out there, the blue states that fucking hate guns, that fucking hate the Second Amendment. New York, California, Connecticut, New Hampshire, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Illinois, um, you can go, they're all the yeah. ones with the most stringent DC, the most stringent gun laws in America. Don't they also have the highest rate of gun violence? Yeah, they do. Cause what don't criminals apply by laws? Oh yeah. Oh, laws. Yeah. Fuck laws. You know why they don't come here and fuck with us? Cause we, we have pretty light laws when it comes to guns. Anybody yeah. I can own up to and including pretty much any goddamn gun i really want to own in georgia i mean well we're there right now i mean who knows where we're going to be in a month or so yeah honestly the sanctuary state is um very different from a sanctuary city we'll leave it at that and and i gotta tell you uh for if uh, i know brian kemp doesn't listen to us but fuck if anybody who knows brian kemp listens to us uh please somebody fucking reach out to that numb nuts and tell that moron i I, I may actually have the opportunity to speak with him next week do me a favor and go ahead and sign up like the rest of these governors that have come out and said hey we are go, it, you know, because it works so well for the left to be sanctuary cities and sanctuary states for illegal know, immigrants. illegal immigrants. Well, let's be sanctuary cities and sanctuary states for gun laws. Absolutely, for the Constitution. You, you know, for something that means something. The yes. Constitution, of the yes. United States of America. Let's just say, hey, we're going to abide by the Constitution in the state of Georgia because honestly, the Constitution of Georgia more closely resembles the constitution of the United States than any other state constitution across the country. It's almost, it's basically an exact reflection of the constitution of the United States. We can add to, we can't take away from. Yes. So I'm, if I have the opportunity to speak with governor Kemp next week, which is a very distinct possibility, then I will definitely let my, feelings be known. I may not get the opportunity because the people around me know that I have no filter. So they may keep me away from him, but it is a definite possibility. Anyhow, so to, to continue on though, we do have another bit of this story, which is quite comical so, because Joe Biden during this speech also brought up the fact how he uh, was the only Senator to pass an assault weapons ban, um, which I actually researched and looked up and guess what? He was the fifth one to sign it. So okay. he was not the uh-uh. primary one or the champion to pass that federal ban that went into effect. But in that was like 40 years ago. The rest of them are probably dead by now. Well, it was 1994. Okay. It wasn't 40 years ago. All right. Well, they're still probably all dead by now. Either way, the point of that thing is is that there's no evidence that supports what he said about his federal assault weapons ban which he said prevented mass shootings. How many mass shootings happened in before 1994? No idea. I I can't think of any. And quite honestly, from 1994 to 2000, I mean, like Columbine was the kickoff of it. Eight. I mean, all I can really think about is Columbine and maybe a couple others, but there were no mass shootings that took place. The biggest one was Columbine, and that was what ninety ninety nine. Yeah. 2000. Oh, when those wackos did that. I mean, I, I just, 
this this crap that all of this shit, well, I did this and I, I did this back in 94. That just shows you how long this asshole has been in office fucking our lives up. No shit. Well, now he also wants Congress to ban to ban assault weapons and high capacity magazines. Of course, we've heard that before, because you know you you don't need ten rounds to protect yourself. Just I I tell Jill go go out on the front porch with a shotgun and just you know just shoot a couple rounds into the air and and yeah, that scares the raccoons off the porch, but it doesn't <laughs> no scare shit. the fucking people breaking into your house that are fucking assault uh, you know armed with. Semi-automatic assault rifles. Don't exactly, worry about exactly. it, Joe. Yeah. Good luck with that one. So, Tell me how that works out for you, bud. Um, but oh, and again, this goes back to my original comment. I do not believe that Joe Biden's Secret Service details should be armed with weapons anymore. Absolutely, they should be armed with nothing but Nerf guns. <laughs> how about Nerf Tell swords? Because those swords hurt like a bitch. Tell me how well. How good, how protected you feel, Joe, to know that your Secret Service detachment is no longer carrying weapons. Instead, they're carrying Nerf guns. So Joe Biden also said he wants to eliminate gun manufacturers from legal immunity. Oh, let's get into this one because this one I'm going to fucking enjoy beating the shit out of about this one. Because let me tell you something. That is not true. That is, um, hold on a second. I'm going to play this bit because I got to play this one. All right, all right, go ahead. Um, where, oh, is that in response to him saying that the, it's the only industry in America that is, that is exempt from being sued? That would be correct because that is not What is the other major industry in America that's exempt from being sued? The government? Vaccine manufacturers? Uh, The government is first before vaccine manufacturers. You have to ask permission from the government to sue the government. But is the government an industry? Joe's been at it for 120 years, Yeah, hon. but it doesn't actually create anything. It doesn't make anything. It just steals from people. Joe's been at it for 120 years. And he's done nothing. That's immaterial. It's not industrious if you don't fucking do anything. That's immaterial. It is not immaterial, okay? The government is a drain on everything. It that- is a black hole of sucking, stealing, thieving, idiocy, the government sucks. I'm I'm telling you right now. um, But anyhow, it it is not, gun manufacturers are not the only industry that are exempt from being sued because vaccine manufacturers are also exempt from being sued. You asked what the biggest one was, and I was telling you the biggest one is the government. It's not. I mean, yes, vaccine manufacturers are up there. I'm. I'm not. No, no. I. He said it was the only one. I didn't ask what the biggest one was. If you'd listen, I said Joe Biden said that gun manufacturers were the no, you, only you said one. The biggest one. You said what was the biggest? No, I one said was. what's the other one? What? What other? Yeah, and I said the government. I mean, fine, whatever. I don't think that's far off. Anyhow. So tell me, of all the times that I've crashed my car, of which there have been many, did you ever consider suing Honda or Ford or Chevy or Volkswagens? Like, like, I'm a pretty fucking terrible driver. I mean, Mario Kart taught me how to drive, so watch out for bananas especially. But anyhow, um, 
I'm sorry. I would rather sue Nintendo for me being a shitty driver than sue Honda. Well, you actually might actually have an argument. <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, I'm not somebody who would go lie in a. <laughs> I mean, really, though, if you eliminate immunity from the gun manufacturers, again, guns don't p- kill people. Uncle Jerry's gun sat against his wall for years, and he told the ATF in every letter every week, they haven't jumped off the wall and shot anyone yet. I, I Well, I still have guns that are, haven't moved. I, I still have guns. They're still in the same spot. I've been waiting for them to... I have seen one shoot itself once. It was an accident. <laughs> Uh, it was it was possessed by the ghost that haunts our house. It literally, I, I'm just saying, um, this is, it's all bullshit. This like whole thing, it, it drives me up a wall because I hear these arguments and you have no idea how many of these people go out and they say, well, you know, they were out there and uh, the guns, you know, it's the guns that kill people. No, people kill people, not guns. Guns don't kill people. People kill people, period. But- it depends on who's holding the gun, because if it's a white Catholic male, you can be damn skippy. They're going to say that a person killed them. But if it's anybody else, then it's the gun's fault. That's the narrative. Well, I mean, it, it is the narrative. And unfortunately, it is a narrative. And it's just. a. Uh, um... OK, but quite honestly, though, whatever you did with the gun laws. It doesn't matter. Why doesn't it matter? I'll give you case in point why it doesn't matter. Two words for you. Hunter Biden. Well, I mean, he lied about everything. And look where we're at with him. I mean, he, he should be in jail right next to the rapper who lied on his form to get a gun. And he's not. Instead, he's going on mainstream media doing interviews about how, well, the laptop could be mine. Maybe not. And I think it was... Um, Jimmy Stewart, Jimmy Kimmel or John Stewart, no, I think Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel. Kimmel called him out and was like, yep. well, after reading your book, I'm, I'm surprised you're even wearing pants Be- because I'm I, surprised I, you even showed up here on time I, tonight. I'm not, I'm not surprised you don't know whose laptop it was or if it was yours, because how do you know anything that's happened in the, your entire life? You're such a fucking crackhead. Oh, cokehead. I mean, crackhead, he, he's crackhead. done snorted up more Parmesan cheese that was in the fucking <laughs> carpet than anybody else. I mean, come on. But his laptop from hell really keeps coming back to bite him in the ass. And it's it's pretty nasty um, because the Daily Mail does remember that it's his. They have forensically verified that it's his. And they have lined up emails with places that he was at, where they were sent from, um, like doing business with Ukraine and China while he was in the West Wing business that Joe Biden says he doesn't know anything about even though he was apparently in the West Wing right there with him. Well, hold on. Having meetings with Devin Archer let's, and let's Hunter just, Biden. Let's pretend for one second real quick that I actually might know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody yes. that might be very important. Tell okay. me all about this. So, no, I'm not going to tell you shit. What I'm going to tell you talk. is this. Uh, what I'm going to say is this. There's a lot of shit. shit we can talk about. There's a lot of shit we can speculate about. There's a lot of shit we shouldn't talk about. And uh, that might be one of them. All right, and so there they say a, you're not allowed to talk about it, so we're going to skip over this in case you open your mouth. No, there is a reason for it because you might be a part of that crime now. If you bring up something that's close enough to what really they're talking about, you would now be a part of that crime. And not only that, it's recorded 
blasted out over the internet and the interwaves and everybody out there in radio listener land can hear it. Um, you have now just been a party to that crime. And there's a lot of very okay. well, let me touchy just, things th- you then, don't want to be a part of with that. Cause Hunter I, Biden I've seen the is, pictures on the daily mail and Hunter, Hunter Biden, Biden is a pedophile. Listen, Hunter Biden is what I like to call, um, a pedophile. No, uh, he's plutonium. <laughs> no shit. No matter what happens, whoever touches him, you're burning. You're going to die. Well, why hasn't Joe Biden gone up in flames yet? That's coming soon, I hope. That's the seed of Satan. I mean, come on. It's literally what it is. It's the seed of Satan. I mean, you start boiling it down like that. Well, why isn't Hunter Biden blown up yet? He is the seed of Satan. So Satan would be... You're saying Joe Biden's the Antichrist? I don't think he remembers enough. No, he doesn't. That's why he's the Antichrist, because holy shit, he can barely remember his name. Without looking at his underwear, he can barely remember his name. Okay. Moving right along, the Biden tax bill. Um, your taxes are going up. Yeah. That's your Biden tax bill. There you go. Oh, by the way, it's going to go to infrastructure that does not exist, so don't worry about your infrastructure. No, 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 wait. Any but or but it, it, does, it does exist because they've changed what infrastructure means. So oh, now infrastructure oh. also um, covers child care, elder care, Healthcare, that's all now included under infrastructure. So if you thought hey, that infrastructure so meant fixing so the potholes in the roads and the bridges across so the country actually and the airports. Infrastructure now is going to be uh, the Green New Deal. Unemployment. Yes. Oh, okay. That's infrastructure. Okay. Infrastructure. Well, yeah, because after he cut all those jobs, you know, once you cut all those jobs, when you're the job taker in chief, you know, which he is, and he has he got been. busted on that too because he said his plan was going to create like sixty eight million jobs, no, but in nineteen fact, million jobs. Yeah, and in, and fact, in fact, it's fact, only like it's been proven that over ten years it might create one or three point two million. And in retrospect, now they're actually dropping that it's number like, like one point nine. No, it's like two point eight now or two point seven. The last time I heard it, so he is it's still it's getting worse. And then what's his nuts? Um, uh, the the gay guy. Um, Buttigieg. Buttigieg. He yeah. was on fucking TV on Sunday uh, with Chris Wallace of all people, the humongous liberal that Chris Wallace is on yeah. Fox News, and Chris Wallace. Well, okay. gotta give it. He he had one act of journalism his whole entire life, and he did it with Buttigieg. And I, I don't know if Chris Wallace is being a sexist, and he's like, "Well, this is a gay guy, so I can beat him up on the air. I can't beat somebody like Donald Trump on the air because Donald Trump will punch back." But he kept hammering Buttigieg, saying, "Well, wait a minute." Every story, because even Chris Wallace said, or well, Buttigieg said, well, I have all these other sources that are saying, no, actually, it's going to be closer to 19 million. And then everyone that he called out, Chris Wallace said, no, they've actually dropped the estimate over 10 years to even less than that. And it kept getting less on each one. And as Buttigieg kept calling him out, Chris Wallace kept saying, oh, they're less, they're a million less than that one. And now we're down to like 3.1 million. And then it kept, it just keep, it kept getting worse and worse and worse. So, and at the end of the, the, the end of the conversation between the two, Buddha judge didn't know whether to shit or get off the pot. He was actually confused. He's like, I don't know if I've been offended or if I'm cool with you and you're sexy. Was that before or after he got busted for not riding his bike to work? Who Buddha judge? Yeah. Did you hear about that? Oh no. I heard he, he drove a car or something. So he, <laughs> he drove a suburban or his, probably his, uh, his personal security detail, armed to the teeth, I'm sure, drove him in a suburban to like a block away from his office and then took his bike out of the back of his car, out of his suburban, 
And he then proceeded to ride his bike one block to work while they followed him in the suburban. Well, wait a minute. Time out one minute, okay? <laughs> this is also coming from the same fucking group of people that their fucking czar of the uh, the global warming crisis, uh, retard, what's his name, is flying his private jet overseas because to him, that's more important that I get there and expend all these fossil fuels getting there and polluting the John environment Kerry? some more. Yeah, John Kerry. You know, I got to do that to get to these meetings so I can talk to people about global warming and the crisis. That's well, going that's on. okay because Biden's infrastructure bill um, allocates $10 billion for the Ch- Climate Change Corp. So I'm sure that's going to go right into the gas tank of that's, John Kerry's private plane. No, that's going straight to China. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's true. They, but they're, we get they're into awesome our, at climate change. We get into our brand new segment tonight. A message from Dr. Anthony Fauci. Fauci says that you still cannot dine outdoors after you've been vaccinated. I'm sorry, indoors. You can't dine indoors with people. You can't congregate. You can't go to parties. You can't do anything that you could do that you couldn't do before you got vaccinated. You still can't do it. Nope. You're a liar. Guess what, babe? You know how you said that you got vaccinated just so that you wouldn't have to wear your mask anymore? You, you still can't do that. You, you still have to wear your mask. And you still can't go into a restaurant. And you still can't go to a bar because of the variants. Oh, my God. Because we don't know what might be coming. So. Because everyone's going to die, especially in Texas and in Georgia. Fauci's an idiot. And, uh, oh, by the way, our rates keep dropping. Meanwhile, Michigan and everybody else keeps going up. Michigan, um, Michigan actually they, has the highest rate of cases actually, right now, right and now, they have that, breakthrough cases. So, so okay, so I guess we got to talk about it now. The blue shirts in the room. So, uh, yeah, I'm wearing my um, Hugo Sticklets. Hugo Stick. No, say it right, hon. Hugo Sticklets. Sticklets. Um, Bringing slayers back. So, my younger brother and I talked this afternoon, and uh, he told me that he has to go. Uh, he's a cop in a state up north and uh, he has to go for some uh, 1619 training as he so put critical race theory. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, although the union has fought back and said, he's like, Oh, this is bullshit. I know why we're having to do this. We didn't do anything wrong. That was in Minnesota. Even though our state begins with an M it wasn't us, blah, blah, blah. Whatever, they're all going to burn up there. Uh, well, that's not going so well for them. Anyway, they still have to go to this thing. And I said, well, it's a good thing I'm not going. And he says, well, why is that? And I said, because if I were going, I would wear my Hugo Stiglitz t-shirt. And he said, what? And I took a picture <laughs> of it when I got home and I sent it to him. And he goes, holy shit, dude, where did you get that? So I went and ordered him one tonight and it's being sent to his house. So that he can wear so it to he his, can critical, wear race it to his class? critical race theory. And it says at the bottom, bringing Slayers back. And that's what he's going to wear. And I said, make sure you study before you go in there so you can tear this guy apart. So when he's trying to rewrite history, you can say, uh, no, that's not how it happened, fellow. You're way wrong because he already saw a part of his brochure, which talks about policing. And the first police force, according to this guy, was formed in like 
1790 chasing slaves and fields and whatnot down in south and south the southern portions of america what? yet the actual first police form was formed in 1810 and he went out and did all this research he's got all the stuff to say no <clears throat> no actually you're wrong the first police force that was actually federated within the united states of america was formed in 1810 and oh by the way here's the documentation for it. And I said, good luck with that. I said, go watch my GRU SVR KGB friend. Make sure you understand this though, before you go in there, he's, it doesn't matter whether you per, present him with ironclad fact, he's going to still call you a liar and tell you that you were lied to. It's what's going to happen. It's almost as good as sex with Kobe. It's going to happen. Well, so that moves us on to another part of this, the Chauvin trial, which has been going dramatically horrible for the prosecution. Seriously, the prosecution basically like made the defense's case. Like when they said, oh, the prosecution is going to wrap up their case on what Friday, Friday. And they then, did. and then the defense is going to start on Monday. Everyone was like, wait, that was the prosecution's case. Yeah. Literally thought that was the defense's case. Literally the defense did this. The defense said, okay, uh, that's great. And started during when the prosecution is presenting their case, um, especially if you're on the defense side, you never want to call a prosecution witness as a defense witness. <laughs> Unless you're and there's like trial. seven fucking witnesses that the defense is going to call on the side of the defense that have already been called on the side of the prosecution. Like most recently, the um, the forensic. Examiner, the pathologist, who, the examiner said that um, the blood, the it blood was guy, not excessive use of force. And the blood guy, didn't uh, the fighter, they have, yeah, they have like seven people. They are bringing back to the defense side that you're going to see again on TV this week. If you're watching it, by the way, it's on the channel that says uh, the Derek Chauvin trial, the man who killed George Floyd. I was like, wow, wow, that actually says the man who killed George Floyd. So we've already distinguished that he's guilty. We're not even we're not even pretending. We're anymore. not even pre- pretending nope. that he's not guilty. No, nope. no, we're pretty much saying he's guilty without knowing all the facts just yet. It's like OJ all over again. Which brings us up to Minnesota. What's going on in Minnesota? Uh, I'm going to put this out there because we're not going to really talk too much about Minnesota, but we do have to talk about some things that have happened in Minnesota because there's some shit like that's Dante going on. Dante Wright that got shot by the Kim. That would be Dante Kim Wright. Potter. All right. So first of all, okay. Uh, the first thing we're going to bring up is uh, the article I'm looking at. It's in the New York Post. Dante Wright shooting Brooklyn Center City manager fired after he called for due process for the police officer. Wait, wait. Slow down there. The city manager got fired because he called for due process. Correct. Um, the city manager, uh, Kurt Bogan, Boganini, B-O-G-A-N-E-Y. Um, a black guy. Doesn't matter. Black guy in Minnesota. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, this was his exact statement. Just so you all are aware, I'm quoting him properly. Uh, bef- uh, he said, uh, after being questioned by the press, he said, let me be very clear. My position is that we cannot afford to make mistakes. Um, or no, correction. That wasn't his. Um, uh, Boganini noted that he would not take any immediate action to remove the officer. And he said, all employees that are working for the city of Brooklyn Center are entitled to due process with respect to discipline. Boganini said, this employee will receive due process. That's really all I can say about that today. You're fired. When he was pressed whether he personally felt that the officer should be fired, Boganini again called for due process. 
If I were to answer that question, I'd be contradicting what I said a moment ago, which is what I said that all employees are entitled to due process. Except for him. After that due process, the due process discipline will be determined, Boganini said. And if there, if there, if I were to say anything else, I would actually be contradicting the idea of what due process is. Now, understanding that uh, Brooklyn, um, Brooklyn Center City Governor, um, and I'm trying to get to his name, Mark Elliott, or Mayor Mike Elliott, uh, effective immediately, our city manager has been relieved of his duties, and the deputy city manager will be assuming his duty duties as he um, while we're moving forward. Elliot wrote on Twitter, I will continue to work my hardest to ensure that the leadership at all levels of the city government. Um, and he went on to say uh, he was doing a great job. I respect him dearly. I didn't want repercussions at a personal level. I'm pretty sure this guy's got a case for um, being, being dismissed. Unjustly terminated. Unjustly terminated, yes. however you want to put it. Um he is, uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, that guy, all he did was speak. That is how you are not inflaming a situation that is already on the tip, on the cusp, on Hon- the precipice of this burning up. situation is designed to be inflamed. All right? I can say is that the, the officer that did it, um, my Chief brother- resigned. My, my brother was involved in another incident much like this. However, he pulled the other instead of the other in the city he was working in. So he pulled his gun or he pulled his taser instead, instead of his of gun. His gun. Um, after that incident, that police department took it upon themselves to move the taser from the gun side. So if you look at a person. Your gun side is your primary, most dominant hand, the one you're going to draw your handgun with. So in that department, they took the gun or the taser and they put it on the non-gun side. If you watch most cops, if you look at most cops, you look at where their gun is and you look at where their taser is if they carry a taser. Because down here in Georgia, guess what? It's not required that you carry a taser. So you have a choice. You get pepper sprayed, you get shot. Or you get beat to death with a freaking baton. Or you're, you get your thigh liquefied by a metal baton. Your call. Um Pretty sure you're going to go ahead and say, I'd rather ride the lightning than get my leg liquefied by a baton because literally that's what it feels like. Um, And if you watch the video, folks, look, I've done all this training. We did the taser training. That's exactly what you're taught to say. That's everything she did is she honestly thought she had a taser in her hand. Does it feel? No, it does. You asked me before, does it feel different? No. Do the sights look at? No. They don't. They look just like handgun sights. They're made that way. There's a reason they're made that way. So you have no confusion about what you're aiming at and what you're pulling the trigger to. There's no confusion about what you're doing. And, you know, I, when I heard it, I thought, I was like, wow, how do you mistake a handgun from a taser? Just given the weight of it, right? Because I know the handgun's a, a little bit heavier than the taser, but then I'm thinking about it, and, and especially okay. after you told me that now. In the moment. I th- in the moment, yes. And I think you, you personally, you having been a 21-year veteran of the military, not the police force, you handled and held your gun and still do every single day, right? It's, it's like another limb for you. It's a part of you. A 26-year veteran of the police force, 
probably didn't have as much handling of her weapon as you did in the military. Generally in the police force, you don't have to shoot someone every day. You don't fire your weapon every day. So I I can give her the benefit of the doubt then. Yes, absolutely. In the heat of the moment. I've been around a lot of people that, you know, even, even those trained to shoot all the time in the heat of the moment, given that type of situation, given the situation that she was in, he was obviously stronger than they both were there. It was a, her and another female, I believe it was two female, no, two, two males and a female. Okay. So it was two males and a female. But that he, did he have, broke away from them, and he did have outstanding warrants. Yeah, for, and they had already identified that uh, attempted aggravated robbery and uh, weapons charge. Okay, so there's already right there. You've given me probable cause. So right there, I'm automatically going to treat this as a felony stop. This just went. You have to remember what this goes from. They were trying to keep it at the non-felony stop side where they have guns drawn, where it has a really bad look for everybody, where a car's out there and people have weapons drawn down on this car, uh, much like what happened in Maryland, where the second lieutenant there in the army, who, as far as I'm concerned, um, and in my personal opinion, is a fucking asshole, even though that happened back in December, is a fucking asshole from everything I've seen. And as far as I'm concerned, did the cop go a little overboard with the pepper spray? Yes. Did he get shot? No. no. Should he probably have gotten shot? Let me tell you something. With the way he was acting and failing to stick his hands, had he not been live streaming that, he probably would have been able to stick his hands out of that car a hell of a lot faster than what he was doing. He was not complying with the officer's commands after he had been told on more than one occasion to stick his hands outside the car and then started arguing with him. Listen, folks, you don't want to get shot. Don't argue with the cop. You know when you argue with the cop? In court. Yes. You don't fucking argue with... If you come in my job while I'm putting out your house while it's burning, I'm not going to stop you from burning. I'm going to let you cook just like the rest of your house. Because you're fucking arguing with me. My job, I'm there to save you. You don't want to be saved? Fine. Peace. I'm on my way back out. I'm not risking risking my life or anybody else's life. I'm not risking anybody else's life for it. If you want to die, die. Well, I feel like the judge is risking a lot of people's lives right now. Honestly. Which one? The, The judge in the Chauvin trial. And here's why. Because they refused to sequester the jury. Okay. So, so you know what? I don't understand why. I mean, I understand that the lawyer for Chauvin had to make the argument. I know he did. But I know he's sitting back right now. He is licking his lips. He's spitting in his hands. He's playing with himself like somebody you have never seen just beat off. The reason is... He knows if Chauvin gets convicted on appeal, that conviction will be thrown out. And if Chauvin doesn't get convicted, the country's going to burn. Well, that's good. They're proven right now that's going to fucking happen anyway. That's what they want. Exactly. Why, why else would they drag out this story about the 
The in December. Black, happened exactly, in December. The black and, army officer who got pepper sprayed. Oh, Why are they what dragging that out What was the name of now? the cop that did that, by the way, in Maryland? I, I don't know. Really? Gutierrez? That doesn't sound like a white guy to me. No, he sounds I mean, Hispanic. I, I, I know a lot of white <clears throat> guys with some weird... I never heard a white guy with a last name of Gutierrez. Sorry. Okay. Exactly. So that's not a... That's a brown and black thing. That's not a white and black thing. It doesn't matter. Oh, why? Because it's not... Because when they're wearing... When they're blue... When they're wearing a blue uniform, oh, when they're, they're a cop, they're white. It, they're white. It doesn't matter. He we just, are we are back to let's hate the cops narrative, right? There was a a whole week there around January sixth when everybody was loving on the cops, and then as soon as that was over, oh no, we're back to hating the cops. Cops are bad. What, what no, was the, no what more was police the from from George Carlin. <clears throat> what was that? The uh, I have a friend. He. Happens to be black, but he's mostly white with when he was talking about like, uh, Colin Powell and all those guys. We have a lot of those friends growing up in New York. Holy shit. I mean, that Conne- just, well, growing up in Connecticut, I should that say. lays out <clears throat> what this is. I mean, this is all it is. It, it, uh, well, it just happens to be that he's blue, uh, but he's actually white. No, he's not. He's Hispanic. Now what? I, I, I did, you know, I, I was just fucking doing just a little kicking around the internet, just fucking around before you got home from work. And I went and I looked it up just to find out uh, how many black people have been shot since, uh, how many black people have been shot by white people since the beginning of the year? How many would you say? Six. 18. How many cops have died since the beginning of the year? 132. Wow. Just wondering really quick, how do those numbers compute again, that cops are out there murdering black people? Oh, and of those 18, how many of those were police officer involved shootings? Six. Yes. That's where I was got my six from. That's it. Six of them, of the 18 Mm -hmm. were police officer involved shootings. Yeah. I'm just letting you know, people, um, you want to fucking, you want a narrative? Let's start our narrative. Now let's start the left lies. The mass media is lying. There isn't a news station out there that's telling the fucking truth. CNN got straight up Project Veritas at it again. CNN got caught admitting to propaganda, literally lying for the left. That they they came out they they flat out said that Trump would not have gotten voted out of office, which he didn't. But that's another podcast coming up soon. that uh, everything that they say is propaganda to suit their narrative for the left. Straight out of Project Veritas. Well, I just, we have to start turning the tables. This, we get on here, we do a bunch of bitching and we try to let you all know that what is bullshit, what's real, what's not real. And uh, I'm to the point now where I'm fed up I, I got it. If you guys did not see what happened last night on Hannity, please go watch Hannity from last night. It was fucking hysterical to watch Bongino lose his shit on Geraldo, but he was dead on with what he was saying. Uh, he was presenting facts to Geraldo. Geraldo would not even hear his facts. And then when he asked Geraldo for fact, 
Geraldo basically shut down and was like, well, I don't have any. And that was the whole point. That was the whole point that Bongino was trying to make is like, look, fuckers, you come out here with these great stories. You talk about all these people that have died. However, you have no fact to back up what you're talking about. And then when Bongino started laying fact out for him and it didn't suit Geraldo's fucking narrative, Geraldo's just like, oh, well, you're just attacking me. No, because the, no. they they can't do anything else except bring it to personal attacks. So we're gonna have to get back to the Q update uh, and the rest of the crazy shit that uh, V Lens got to bring up. But our next episodes in the future, we're definitely looking at another Vax episode because of what happened today. And again, we're not getting into that just yet because we don't know all the specifics. But they have it. suspended the Johnson and Johnson. Vaccine. Johnson and Johnson has been suspended because of six women that turned up with cl- blood clots, which is really weird because there's like 6.89 million people that have already been vaccinated with it. And there's another like 7 million, which is actually when you look at it and you actually mm-hmm. look at the people who need vaccinations like Michigan, that is number one in the, the country right now. At least they're number one at something. They're not normally number one at a they're lot. They're number one at vaccinations and they're number one at COVID cases. Yeah, they're doing great up there. They're yeah. doing they're doing a good job, you know, fucking Whitmer killing it. They're, I love they're it. Break, they get breakthrough infections literally, all the time. Literally, Whitmer killing it. Um, yeah, killing it. And, killing and I, was, I was actually joking with my brother because I said, are you sure that's true about Michigan? Because we really haven't heard the numbers yet out of New York. I mean, real numbers yet. We don't know. Cuomo could be shoving old people back in nursing homes. You fucking never know with that wacko. No, no, no. Cuomo just legalized marijuana. Oh, oh, so he's good. He's yeah. good again. He he did that to try and um, you know, get people back on his side since he's about to go under two major federal investigations. So uh we also got some uh voter fr- we got a voter fraud episode we're gonna do uh Pedo Gate, the Suez. That's another one because uh heard some interesting stuff about that. We're still doing uh research on it. Um and tonight's music, uh believe it or not, was brought to you by you all because we actually threw it out on our telegram. Well, we threw it on vote, the telegram and we then had we had you vote on a couple different songs. Put it on Discord and I we had actually gone through a couple different songs and that song that we played, uh Who We Be, was not one of the original songs. And Jester on Drewsy's Discord recommended that one and it was uh, it got overwhelming support. So Thank you for that. So uh, when we come up to that roadblock in the future, if we come up to that roadblock again in the future where we can't decide on a song for uh, opening the show, we'll definitely reach out and appreciate all the comments, the likes, the shares, continue to like and share and comment. Um, and uh, without further ado, you got anything else to add? I'm, I'm pretty much uh, right here. I mean. Oh, for fuck's sake. You know. I, I just uh, I'm I'm so done. I, it just like it, I this gun control shit's got me so fucking pissed off. I just oh. yes, I know. Just can't get any more angry about. They it. They can come and take them. No, bring it. Just uh, out of I, our I, whole day. We should have named this episode. Bring it. No, come and take them. Uh, I don't know. Well, you'll see. Whatever we come up with, it'll be funny. Uh, by the Nothing time you get to this point, you'll be like, and taxes. "Why are you guys coming up with this?" Anyway, <laughs> thanks so, for listening. If you made it this far. Thanks for listening. Like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. We certainly appreciate it. Yeah, we're uh, we're just uh, we're pretty much done with it. I, yeah, I'm just not going to take it.